Um, so I have something to tell you. <gasps> is Mel officially coming on as our third podcast? Oh, oh she's <laughs> not. Oh, oh. she would love that. But no, sorry, Mel. I love you. No, guess where I went yesterday? Where? I went <laughs> with some of my friends to Six Flags. <laughs> Do you know out here they call it Great America? I think there are different ones in oh. different states. So it's like the one in New Jersey is oh. Six Flags Great Adventure. Oh. So then it might be Six Flags Great America or whatever. Wow. So you did that, huh? So. How with the kitties? You and the kitties or? Well. Did you step over them to get front in line? And- actually, there was a <laughs> lot of like fast walking that I didn't think would be happening but it seemed to be the theme with my friends so there we are (laughs) however now that i'm a little older um yeah going on those rides terrifying i got sick (gasps) no (laughs) yeah i did what wait kind of quickly in to our start ride well we went on like a total of three and two roller coasters one was this new ride called wonder woman which is like a pendulum and it like is a circle so you're spinning and going back and forth and like very high up it was very scary. Ooh. And then the second one, we went on Batman. So I was like, oh, Amazing. Batman, bless <laughs> up. And then right across from Batman is the Dark Knight, which I was like, basically made everyone go on because I was like, guys, it's so fun. Yeah. And then went on that and was sitting with my friend Steven and we literally get off the ride. It was just him and me because they're tiny cars. I took like five steps and I was like, oh, oh my God. I was like, oh my God, Steven. Oh my God, Steven. Something's going to happen. He was like, get outside, get outside. And he like rushed me outside and I just. You just vomited everywhere? Well, it was like in a secret spot though. So I don't think anyone saw. Holy cow. And then I turned to him and I said, should we tell someone? And he said, no. He was like, let's just leave. He's like, run! Run, you idiot! like, but the germs! Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God, it was a COVID vomit! <laughs> it was behind a bush. It's okay. Nobody saw me. But then after that, I went on more rides, and I was okay. It was weird. Well, I feel like when you're a kid, you're running around. You're doing crazy stuff all the time. Your body's like, all right, this is how we move. When you get older, like, we don't... We don't move as much. And I feel like you go on those rides and it's like a shock to your system. Well, and also as a kid, I didn't ever drink a medium-sized, creamy, pumpkin-flavored iced coffee Ew. right before going on rides that shake you up like a milkshake. And if you guys didn't know, your stomach shouldn't be treated like a milkshake. At Six Flags, you're supposed to have a great venture, not a great <laughs> sickness. Okay. So okay. There's, there's a bush at Six Flags that smells like a pumpkin spice. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you guys where it is, but it may or may not be near the Dark Knight ride, and I hope somebody claimed it. If you it. find the bush, snap a picture and send it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, if it's still there by the time this episode comes out, there's a problem with Six Flags cleaning. Sisters, sisters who've seen it, we are the sisters, sisters who've seen it. Sisters, shooby-dooby-doo-wah, sisters, shooby-dooby-doo-wah, sisters, 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 sisters. Sisters who seen it. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back, 
listeners. Welcome back. back. Good. Welcome back. Ooh. Ooh, welcome you sang back. that in another episode. Is that a song I should know? It's a TV show and I feel old. Is a TV even... show called Welcome Back? No, I'm I'm just gonna it's from a um Welcome Back Cotter was a an old TV uh, show. No, I've heard of that. Oh, okay. And then Applebee's put it on a commercial, so I'm sure it's like subliminally in my brain. I think you sang that on the Brokeback Mountain episode. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, All right. we are the sisters who've seen it. The podcast where two sisters who are not movie critics look back on some of our favorites throughout the years through a psychological, ethical, and familial lens. I'm Katie. I'm Bridget. And we gon' eat some meat. <laughs> We're not. Sorry. That was the only quote that I could think of. So the word sisters came from the <laughs> Greek word sis, which means family, which means woman for start. We've all met that man, haven't we? And it's always a dad. It's always a dad. Never a woman, never a mom. <laughs> it's always a dad. So, yeah, about that. So, our movie, obviously, this week is My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Ooh! Ooh! And there's no punctuation in this title. It's grammatically incorrect, by the way. Just wow. saying. Should be some commas in there. Imagine if it was my big and fat Greek wedding. Wouldn't be the same. Am I right? My big and fat and Greek wedding. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't roll off the tongue as well. (laughs) All right. Well, Uh, I picked this movie for you. Loved it. This is like so classic rom-com. Oh. It's just like the epitome of it. I did not know this, but this is the highest grossing rom-com film in history. Oh my God. That's crazy. What? It's an independent film too, right? Yes. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. The woman who I don't want to sound like Ian Miller, but I probably will butcher her name. (laughs) Uh, Nia Vardalos. Oh, that sounds like something. Okay. So kind of cool. Ties to Chicago. She's from Canada, but like uh, was in Chicago performing at like Second City and she had one woman show. Oh, cool. That was based on her life. This was so based on her life. She even had like family members in the movie. Yeah. But I have to just get this fact out before we go into the synopsis because this blew my mind. For the show, Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks's wife. Oh, I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yep, yep, yep. Oh my God. So yeah. she goes to it. And she's Greek, and she yeah. tells Tom Hanks, this needs to be a movie. And she goes to Nia and is like, hey, I think you should make this a movie. And Nia's like, I'm talking to Rita Wilson, what's happening? And she's like, Tom's <laughs> going to call you tomorrow. And he was the producer on this movie. Tom Hanks? Yeah. What? I wonder if mom knows that. She loves Tom Hanks. She, I will tell you, she laughs at two men. Like, her real laugh is dad and Tom Hanks. Her two loves. Look her at that. Her two loves. Like, like <laughs> If I hear a certain laugh, I'm like, she's watching a Tom Hanks film. He's got, he's got something. But incredible, right? That's so, so cool. I never knew that. So, wow. Okay, I'll totally do the synopsis, but I have such respect for how all of this went down. It's like the thing that these aspiring comedians and actors like try to do, right? Just put it out yeah. there. It's like Fleabag. Like, put it out there and just like see what happens. And who cares if people tell you no? Just make the show. So, I, right. I just oh. love that. Okay, so if I was going to give a synopsis. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> because now watching, okay, 2002 was the movie, but now watching it now, I'm like, hmm. hmm. So let's, her, she's 30 years old. 3-0. She acts like she's 18? Uh, yeah, yeah, kind okay. of. Okay, acts like she's 18. She looks like she's 53. <laughs> In the beginning, and I'm confused about all of it, but it's fine. It's fine. So she has an Orthodox Greek family. Very proud of being Greek. Overbearing. Everybody's in everyone's business. Huge family. And she's kind of just like lost her way in the sea of her family. They just, they just tell her how to live her life. She doesn't have a say in it. You know, and so she's depressed. You see this looking, as you call her 50-something, because she just like, I don't know. I was looking at her, and I was like... Jesus, this is what I look like in a mirror these days. I gotta put oh, on some lipstick. Like, good God. <laughs> all you need are some contacts. <laughs> that Everything all, will be better. That also annoyed me. So she decides, okay, I need to do something with my life. And I kind of hate the fact that she, like, meets some guy. And then she's decided to change her life because she likes some guy that she, like, met as a stranger. I'm like, okay, get over yourself. So Wait, what part do you mean? He comes into the diner and remember she... She's like, oh my god. I don't know if that's what changes it, though, because she was thinking about doing it. Well, only after that did she, like, go out into the alley with the garbage bag, and she's like, what's my life? I was like, ugh. I mean, maybe. Could have just been cosmic timing. Listen, Kate, this is my synopsis, so hold on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. I will keep my trap shut. What's the scary movie guy, Randy? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me put my PowerPoint away. I'm so sorry. I'll wait my turn. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, boy. Okay, so... She decides she has to get her life together. And because she's been so sheltered, she always has to like ask her family for permission. I have this feeling they're managing her finances. It's not good. Again, 18-year-old and a 30-year-old Don't body. Like hate it. it. So she's saying, hey, I want to take computer classes. And she slowly starts to get out of this rut. In the midst of it, she meets a guy. But the guy isn't Greek. Well, in her family, that is blasphemy. You must marry somebody who's Greek. You're Greek. What are you doing? And so they have to hide their relationship. Eventually, people find out. And then it's all about how to merge these two families together. He is, uh, as Gus would describe, like dry toast. Their family <laughs> is dry toast. Such a burn. And then it just shows them getting married and everybody accepting everybody. And, and she just like nails these quotes. And, and when I looked it up, she was like, this is literally how my family talks. Like these crazy quotes and the interactions of all of them. It's so lighthearted and yeah. silly. And I thought, oh, I might not laugh as much like now watching it 18 years later. Right. But I, I laughed just as hard at the same parts. Yeah. I was like, this is pretty good. So that, that's what I got. Okay, Rand. You start your PowerPoint. You run slide 20. Okay. <laughs> Scene one. No. <laughs> no, I think your synopsis covered, I mean, most of it. The only thing is like with the family stuff, and you said this, there's obviously a huge family, but the controllingness is, yeah, her immediate family, but it, it kind of is like everybody. Yeah, they're intense. Very weird family dynamic. And I don't think I fully understand either, like how anything works. Or like, what are we doing? Or like, anything? Well, we're like dry that. toast, Katie. <laughs> I guess, but like, yeah, 
Yeah, and just seeing how the different families come together was a time. It was so funny because they're totally wild and crazy and loud and vibrant to the like quiet, calm, peaceful. You know, you were just like, the extremes were so funny when they would cut. Yeah. And then even at the end, though, I mean, it seemed like they all kind of were getting along and whatever at the wedding. I guess everybody was like, we're all friends and family now, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, the whole like, she lives at home. She's 30. She works at the restaurant. She can't do anything without her parents knowing. She even sits between them on a couch. Can you imagine? And it was a small couch. (laughs) Small couch. What the? But I was like, I can relate. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Wait. Struggles. Do you sit on a small couch in between mom and dad? Katie! Absolutely not. I always call the recliner. I need my space. Get away from me. Nobody's near me. Yeah. No. But just even like the parts where she started actually dating Ian and then they'd be like, where are you going? Like, we're just walking in your room and asking questions. And she's like, a pottery class. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, good one. Wouldn't have picked that one, but sure, sure. Whatever you need to say, right? <laughs> but yeah, in the beginning, I didn't realize this was all in Chicago either. I just well, never picked up on that. They said it was in Chicago, but I think it was filmed in Canada. Yeah. I was like, is there dancing Zorba? Chicago? Can I go there? Where is it? Oh my god. I was like, Katie would be so proud if I had like a social media pic because I contribute nothing. Nothing. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So, but they don't because it's in Canada. But I also found that to be funnier about like Ian Miller's family because like I've met a lot of Midwest families and you know like a little a little dry (laughs) toast as we all are right so that's that just kind of made it better because like if you were on the east coast or the west coast or the south you couldn't have that same like dichotomy and she came from Chicago so she like nails it because she knows the culture here too from her life fun fact the uh, best friend, which by the way, I called Ian Aiden the whole time from Sex and the City. Oh, I know. I was like Aiden Aiden, but Aiden's best friend, the guy that's like uh, kind of bald and he was a weirdo. Okay, that's should I like him? That's Nia's real husband, who the movie was based off of, and as of two years ago, they're divorced. Well, he was a little lame, so she can do better. <laughs> and sorry if it's a sad divorce. I hope you find happiness. I just didn't understand why he was a character at all. I felt like they needed to give him like... Just because he was her husband, she was like, guess I'll put you in there. I'll tell you this. There are some issues with Ian Miller. And yeah. he could possibly be a serial killer, which <laughs> is... Was this a prequel to American Psycho? <laughs> because <laughs> what's happening? He doesn't have a lot of friends. Mm. The one friend he has is shocked that he's his friend when he's like, "Hey, do you want to be my best man?" He's like, "Oh, really? I don't know. You didn't have that many friends." And he, he like never includes his parents. He's like, "Oh yeah, here's what we're doing, and you know, see you there, and bye, and okay, have fun at the party, bye." I'm like, Aiden, do you like? literally not have any friends no i mean he in the beginning he's like i'm boring my life is boring i came alive when i met you but like there's one thing about being boring and then like having no path like we know nothing about ian miller well that was another thing you're kind of like so like you complain that life is boring but also what are you doing to change that and oh only dating (laughs) people changes that because that's a big load 
horse Opa! everybody i don't want to hear it yeah see i didn't get the vibe that he could potentially be a serial killer i got the vibe that brother nikki could potentially be a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. because like everyone was like oh nick you're so funny and like <laughs> nobody takes you seriously and i was like yo this guy could totally be like burying bodies in the backyard and the mom and dad would be like nick are you hungry it's a lot of digging you tired he does fit the type we won't tell the police too much he keeps he's like drawing it on the menu like you open up the menu and it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm telling you this could be edited you could take some scenes and edit oh my it God, to be I like a horror it. movie like rocky was oh snap that's another conversation okay wait we gotta we gotta start getting out some lines because the first line was so good as like intense greek music is in the background and it's a rainy chicago night as they go to the diner it's 5 a.m nasty oh, oh 5 a.m my bad it was the morning and he just looks at her and he goes you better get married soon you're starting to look old and Rude. i read that like her father really like would say that to her <laughs> i was like what in the but then oh, again my... kate she was 30 and you called her 53 so like but i knew she was 30 but it was just like <sighs> i know she wore like grandma sweaters and this is the thing like and it's, it's a rom-com thing so like fine but i don't think it's realistic that somebody lives most of their life looking a certain way and like just you're just so assimilated to looking that way but then one day everything changes and like yeah. never mind now i'm gonna be like hot and wear makeup like why didn't you do that before because you could have nothing nothing was holding you back at all so i just don't like believe that at all you're really making me think about that there needs to be a rom-com movie with just the person loving themselves yeah is that a movie there, well what was the one how to be single where it was like the main character it was like she was in a long-term relationship she got broken up with and then like some of the movies her like dating other people but then at the end she just like is single and is like finally Ooh. happy with being single Ooh. it was okay rom-coms are a hard sell for me also so i'm not the best maybe person to i'm hearing rate that. if wow. they were good or not i do like this one though because it is funny if there's more calm than rom <laughs> i'm in okay if it's too heavy rom and too little calm you're out right if it's a rom com you're out if mm. it's a rom com you're in <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. Yes. Okay. I liked hearing in the beginning, too, she does all those, like, I guess to just set up the family and, like, how intense it is to live in a Greek family. Gosh, what a day. And she kind of just talked about growing up and all this stuff. And she goes, I wasn't allowed to go to brownies because I had to go to Greek school. And I was like, wait, why can't you do both? <laughs> like, like, Are you just, I'm like, confused. you're, like, ripping the whole movie apart? Talk to Tom Hanks, Katie. I just don't... Uh, listen, if that was true, then fine. But again, in real people life, I feel like you could do both. People do multiple activities in their lives. It doesn't have to be just one. So... For our Greek listeners out there, how long is Greek school? Like, is it... Is it like eight hours a day? Like, every day? We had... Did you go to Catholic school? Like Catholic CCD? Did you have to go to that? Or did Kinda. they like... Start, they yeah, started but giving it was, up on that for us. Nah, um, yeah. That was like one hour a week or so. A week, right. But That's like what brownies is. But what if learning Greek is like four hours every day? I mean, I 
guess, but like you still have an hour for brownies, I think. Once a week. I'm just saying. Listen, Girl Scouts should be supported. They do a lot for the young women of our country, okay? That's all I'm saying. Oh, and by the way, I'm gonna say this now because it annoyed me so much. The movie literally ends with her telling her daughter, no, you can't go to brownies. You have to go to Greek school. But then she's like, <laughs> but it's fine. You can marry anyone. And so you're allowed to complain about not going to brownies. <laughs> And you're the one who's saying how messed up that is, but now you're literally turning into your parents, Katie? and you didn't learn any lessons because I'm over it. Did Did you want to go to brownies? And you I did go, go to brownies. <laughs> I just don't understand. It made no sense to me at all. Well, 2002. 2002. Okay, so back right. to... Sorry. Greek women have three rules. Marry Greek men, make Greek babies, and feed everyone till we die. Sounds miserable. Don't you kind of feel like, though, those rules are accurate for most heritages, though? <laughs> yeah, like women in general. I was trying to think of one where I'm like, where's one where the women don't have to be the homebody or aren't expected to always be the homebody or... I want to say, like, Haitian, maybe? Like, cultures that are like, listen, get educated, get degrees, right. that first. You know, yeah. I, I think those types of cultures. But yeah, the rest of it is all patriarchal bullshit. Oh. Basically, it's a lot of that in this movie. But like, I love it. Like, you know, like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I don't care about the, you have to marry within your religion, ethnicity. Like, who cares about any of that shit? But like, you know, who doesn't want to find someone they love? Yeah. I mean, I know not everybody wants to have kids, but like, some people want to have kids. Some people like to cook. So like, that's what makes it so hard. It's it's not like they're saying, you gotta clean the toilet. Like, they're they're using these like vague things that some people like some people don't but if it's good people involved it's all good things right yeah. they're all happy moments yeah unless you're forced if you're forced to marry someone or you're forced to have babies well she was yeah. getting a little forced i mean there was like what, oh. what was that like parent speed dating hate that my nightmare by the way they could have picked better looking men Am I right? Right. Like, what was it? Like, Harmony, E-Harmony exists back then or something? <laughs> no. I mean, come on. It, yeah, probably, probably did, actually. Yeah. Okay, wait. I will say, as much as you're mad about Gus, because he was a big crybaby. No, dad, I liked him. But he, he, what, he also was like, you were like, listen, grow up. My favorite thing about him was his obsession with Windex. <laughs> Because I have to tell you, I actually feel that way about Neosporin. Oh. I am convinced that Neosporin could change the world. How so? What should we do with Neosporin? You can use it for anything. I will tell you right now, I think it gets rid of pimples. I think it gets rid of rashes. I think it can also be used as like chapstick. Okay. If you want to extend any makeup, let's say you're running low, put some Neosporin in it. That will last for days. That's true. Yeah. Literally like Neosporin is the modern day Windex for Gus. I would convince him to switch because that moment in the beginning of the movie where he has his elbow in a, in a bucket of Windex. <laughs> oh my god, I died. It was so amazing. I was like, I love him so, so much. This is so scene. funny. Uh, well, Neosporin, if you would like to sponsor us, <laughs> big fans of your work. Big fans. I buy it in bulk. I love it. Love to uh, sell your product. Yeah, it was just so random. Like, it's just a random thing, but it was funny. And it wasn't also, like, overkill, you know? Like, they didn't talk about it every scene in the movie. It was, like, just every now and then, and it was perfect. 
That's all you need. And they would bring it up at really good times because when yes. they introduced Ian, like that was what made this movie so good. It's like we got to be Ian. Right. You know, unless you came from that Greek culture, you're Ian. So right. you're like, whoa, he's spraying Windex on our hands because we just burned them. Like, what's happening? Yeah. And I just dug it. I thought that was so funny. But there's definitely like sexism with the yep. whole like the Portocalo women nag and they're all they do is like make babies and oh weddings yeah yeah I mean or he literally says I told you it was not a good idea to educate a woman what and then the mom just like rolls her eyes and doesn't punch him in the face and honestly okay we will give her her time because aunt uh Vula Vula was the star of the movie I know I wish it was about her I would watch that third movie with just her and her life and actually her twin from her neck somehow surviving found a set of teeth <laughs> and a spinal column yes inside the lump was my twin so amazing that was a real story what from her real aunt yeah yeah ah! yeah what but her mom and aunt vula all they did was manipulate the men all they yes. were doing was just going around being like we have to let the men think it's their decision and i'm like women have to do so much extra crap because yep. we can't just say that's stupid she's gonna go off and learn something you have to like literally bend backwards this is why we could run the world because we've been training yeah. for it for like <laughs> hundreds of years i'm not kidding like the type of like emotional warfare to deal with all dumb men decisions but they wouldn't have had to do all that reverse psychology if it wasn't such a like patriarchal household you know yeah Ugh. okay that part though this is i think why i was like extra extra confused about all of the families and their dynamics because so the plan is they're like okay we're gonna make gus think it's his idea to have tula work at the tourist business and Bula's place the travel agency right right and so they're doing that so then when he finally is like oh and actually there's a really funny line by Ampula she was so funny she was like or the, the mom's like so how is business and like they're just doing really bad acting and the, the aunt goes oh woe to me business is bad <laughs> She says it like that. It's so good. Oh my god, you do their accents really well. Oh, oh, yes. yes. <laughs> Please yes. only talk to me in this voice for the rest of the episode. Okay. Okay. I make them. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so, but they, whatever. So they, they trick him and then he's like, what about Tula? You have Tula go work for you. And then he goes, and then have Nikki work here. And she was like, done. And, and in my head, I was like, wait, but does Nikki, does Nikki know that now her job is changing and her hours <laughs> and per- perhaps her pay? Because I'm just confused how we're making these big decisions about family members' lives and not telling specific family members, even though it affects them. This is why you're a buzzkill for rom-coms, because Ah. you gotta just ignore the stupid details and just enjoy the flow the light hearted flow why are you bogged down in the details for all we know (laughs) if this movie was about cousin Nikki she was probably super sad and having a horrible time in life because Tula was getting all the cool stuff happen and then she had to get her job switched and now she works at the restaurant so that sucks 
Sorry, Nikki. But she, I don't know. She actually seemed okay. She didn't actually <laughs> seem to annoy me. By the but, way, by the way, the fact that everybody is named Nick or so confusing. Or Nick or Nicola or Diana Nina Nick. I don't know if you remember, but when I was in college, I bartended at an Italian restaurant. Yes. And everybody had the same name. Um, oh my God, I'm blanking. Was it Joe? As in Joe Pesci? <laughs> <laughs> the name of it became Joe Pesci. Did you no, know that? I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's why I made that joke. Oh my god, it was like Tony Mario. Wait, that's, no, that's exactly what it was. Tony. It was Tony, Tony, Anthony, Anthony. You know, Antonio, and that was my joke because the bar was set up in the front of the restaurant, and so people would sit at the bar waiting for a table, and yeah. I would be like, "Hi, welcome to you know whatever restaurant." That's Tony, Tony, Antonio, and, and I was like, "And I'm Bridget." <laughs> or oops. <laughs> You're like, I don't belong here, but I'm here. I was like, and I'm Irish, so I don't make your food. Don't worry about it. I'm not putting that up, but I'm going to get you drunk because I know how to do that. No, I'm kidding. But it just, it's so great to me when, like, I just love people doubling down on all of it. Yeah. That was the good side of Gus. He was like, I'm Greek. I'm proud. I don't don't care what you think of me. You're dumb. Like, I was like, yeah, dude, this is awesome. Like, when he wasn't being a man baby, he was so funny. And even though, like, I mean, you didn't see a lot of the family necessarily interacting with other people besides the Millers, but they weren't, like, discriminatory. I guess is what I was thinking. They were like trying to be welcoming and the dad was only being a little like standoffish because he was like, he's not a Greek boy. First of all, he's like, I didn't know you were dating someone and he's not even Greek. And then he yells at Ian in the house. I don't know how Ian got to the house. The scene before that is like Tula and Ian are like canoodling in a very public space in this office that has a giant window and apparently it's supposed to be a secret romance. They were waiting to get caught. Then they get caught. Then the next scene is like, they're both at the house. And then the dad is yelling at Ian. And he's like, you didn't ask me. You could take that, blah, blah, blah. And then he like cries about that. Okay. Then when they get married, he cries because he's like, I don't even know Ian. And you're like, but you said you didn't want to know him. So like, whose choice was that? Hmm. Hmm. Way to yeah. kill rom-coms, Kate. You're taking it and you're just killing them. I'm just saying if there are character flaws, maybe we should point them out so we can all do better. Yeah, I classify it as man baby, all that. Yeah. That one scene, the, the, the mom opens the door. <laughs> he's sitting alone in the dark and he's just like, humph. And she, she's just like, snap out of it. What are you doing? And I know he's sitting on a chair like he's being interviewed for like, you know, NBC. And he's just sitting there like crying. I was like, oh my God. It was so funny. Ugh. Such a baby. Okay, so Aunt Vula. Amazing. Okay, I learned that Nia wanted her cast so bad. Like, she wanted to work with this actress who, of course, I'm, like, blanking on her name right now. Oh, I don't know her either, because I don't think I've ever seen that actress in anything. She's pretty famous. Um, Oh. Uh... 
Andrea Martin. Okay. There's a ton of movies that she's been in and TV shows. I feel like she's one of those character actresses you always see, but yeah. she wanted her in it so bad. And like, she just was like a scene stealer. Like, yes. I couldn't wait for her to come on. I like every scene. I was like, oh my God, will Ann Fula come on? Cause she just is the funniest oh. person. And I'm not going to lie, Kate, like the neighborhood we grew up in, you might've been a little too young when we moved, but like, we kind of had some people like her. Who was like that? Like, do you remember her? I don't remember her as well. Or like, oh my gosh. Linda Opa! Oh, well, that one I remember. But like, <laughs> there was this force. Like, you meet someone and they just come in the room and they're just very like, oh, well, oh. You know, I she just was the best. Like, she was the yes. hostess to the yes. audience. And she was the best character. I would totally watch an entire movie just all about following her around. I want a fake reality show following around Aunt Tula. How great would that be? Aunt Tula. Vula. Sorry. Tula, Tula, Vula. My bad. Nick, oh my god. Nikki, Nicholas, Tula, Vula. Yes. I would watch that. That would be a good show. It would. What did you think of Joey Fatone? <laughs> because it's okay, gone, baby. Wait, man. wait, 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 wait. For those that can't see Katie's face, her <laughs> eyeballs bulged out of her head as she said Fatone. Fatone. I believe my line was, uh, <laughs> let me see if I could find it. Oh my god. I was like, what up, NSYNC? Like, I totally, for- I totally forgot he was in it. I feel like I like him in other things. I didn't like him in this. I thought his accent was distracting. I'm now a harsh critic, apparently, in accents. Like, I know anything about accents. <laughs> but he looked the part. Yeah, he did. His body movements were good. And, and when he would come into scenes, like, that weren't long monologues, he was great. But that right. first monologue, like, threw me off. With the sister, yeah. Yeah, I was like, you're a little much right now. I think it was, okay, I get it. Like, you're showing your family's crazy i suppose but it was another one of the scenes where i was like eh didn't need it but okay it's fine i like the line he does where again brother nick who may or may not be a secret murderer in the backyard i still think it's ian miller first but what continue because nick is like if you hurt her i will kill you i have a gun yeah that's true. And then he's like, just kidding. Just kidding. He's like, no, but really. I'm, I'm totally going to do it. And then he's like, ah, just kidding. I got you again. And then he calls to Joy Vuitton, whose character was named Angelo. And, and he's like, hey, Angelo. And then Angelo turns around and goes, hey, Ian, we're going to kill you. <laughs> and then he was like, ha, ha, ha. was laughing. And I was like, you put some scary music over that? You slowed down the footage? Mm. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye. <laughs> Yes. Wait, do you know? Okay. You know how dad likes the impractical jokers? Uh, yes. Do okay. I? So apparently Joey Fatone like runs a show that is like a recap of their show. Like a podcast or like on TV? No, it's like a TV show. Wow. So like dad knows Joey Fatone. <laughs> so... <laughs> Just a little connection there. <laughs> Just wanted to share with you. Oh my god. 
Okay, wait, let me go back to why I think Ian Miller is a serial killer. So, Oh, my God. Okay. So, okay, he comes into the restaurant, and it's the first time she meets him, and she that's in her phase, her, as she calls herself, like, front frump girl, whatever dumb, stupid name she has. Yeah, gave some stupid, right. The best friend kind of acts appropriately. He's like, hello, can we help right. you? And then <laughs> she's, like, being weird, and Ian's obsessed with her. He's like, I love this isolated, you know, frumpy, <laughs> she doesn't have direction. Like, he is captivated. And I'm like, but why? Like, I, she didn't do any, like, she made one joke. But she like, made one joke, right. She didn't kind of, like, put on the charm. So then, when he sees her at the travel agency, that big window, he just, like, stops and stares and creepily waves at her. And she's, like, all blushing because she's 18 years old and a 30-year-old body. Uh- and then he does it again and tries to, like, make her laugh by going back and forth in front of it, which actually was really funny when the old lady started beating him up. Oh, God, amazing. I was like, thank God we put that in there. Thank Woo. God. Tom Hanks definitely did that. He was like, listen, definitely. we gotta change this up. We gotta beat him up. But then, all of a sudden, he comes in the store and he's like, hey, and she falls on the ground, and then what does he do? He sits down next to her, immediately asking for trust. Again, serial killer <laughs> Moe's. Jesus! I'm just saying... I, you're selling it to me. I see it. I could see I it. I wish that they gave him more of a backstory, like he had a heartbreak, or like he was so bored right. at a family event. We literally got dry toast. I mean, we really did. We got nothing. So, yeah. he could be a serial killer, and she should be prepared. Well, and we also don't know the length of all of the dating and oh. then engagement and then totally. the marriage. The time frame, I have no idea. This could be as quick as everything happens in three months or it could be three years. I don't know. Nobody knows. You're right. The seasons don't change. So I don't know if it was like a quick one. Could be. Could be planning on a murder. So just check in with Nia, everybody. How's she doing? Is she alive? Is everything But he okay? did have to do, there was a lot of stuff he had to do in order to marry her. So I don't know if a serial killer yeah. would have committed that much. That doesn't fit the mold. No, that's like a lot of extra stuff. The whole like baptism and. That was extra. So what? He had to do the baptism and then just sacrifice all the details about the wedding planning? Don't men do that anyway? Okay, here's the thing so... with the baptism that I was like, Wait a second. Are you telling me I can just roll up to a Greek Orthodox church and be like, yo, I want to be Greek. And they're like, take your shirt off and get in a little pool. <laughs> get in this kiddie pool. We got it from Walmart. It's ready to go. Because <laughs> like they didn't show him learning the word. Like they could have done a quick montage of him studying and like figuring out. So like a part of me was like, was it that hard? Like, or is it to your point? There was no time. So was it like right. years of him learning like the language? Do you have to do that if you you were trying to like become Catholic or Christian? Oh my God, it's like a thing. Yeah, but when we're babies, we don't have to like take a test before we get baptized. We just get baptized. So why would an adult need to study oh. or do stuff? There has to be like baptism classes. The Catholic Ridge. There's some dumb made up thing that probably people have to pay to then get baptized. Well, I know if you want to get married in a Catholic church, you have to take like marriage classes with a priest because priests know everything about marriage people. People. We're not religious, by the way. I hope you guys are picking up on that. And if not, go listen to Sister Act and get it together. Thank you. Okay. Hallelujah, Jesus. Uh, okay, sorry. All right, all right, all right. All right. Focus, focus, focus. <laughs>
Yeah, but he didn't have to do that much. I don't know. It seemed like, and yeah, okay, fine. The family's a lot. They say kooky things. First of all, there's always food. There's always music playing. Oh my God. This seems kind of like a fun time. I get it. Yeah. And like, I get that could be a lot, but also like, you don't live in the same house as them. You could just like go somewhere else and then like, we're going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Okay. One more Ian Miller serial killer. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> why, why is he a vegetarian? Because he is a cannibal and eats no, but, the but flesh like, of his victims. But like, oh, 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 I oh. don't, that's fine. You're a vegetarian and, and who cares? But like, why don't you ever talk about it or why don't? Yeah. I mean. Like his reasoning for it. Yeah. We're watching the dating in progress. Like he just says, I'm boring, but I'm a vegetarian. And I'm like, first of all, where he, he's a teacher in Lincoln Park. And let me tell you, in Chicago, that's like a fancy schmancy area. So I'm like, yeah. so you're a fancy schmancy vegetarian teacher that's boring? Like, you gotta have something going on. He didn't even have any pets. Like, come on. All right. I'll leave Ian alone because Aiden <laughs> made up for it because it was played by Aiden. Which I learned that Aiden wanted to try out for the role, but his schedule didn't work. And he happened to be in a bar when Nia and like, was it Tom Hanks? I don't know. Somebody super famous. <laughs> Tom! Saw him and he was like talking about it. He's like, oh my God, I was going to like try to go for the role of Ian. And they were like, you have it. And they just gave it to him in the bar. Oh, no auditions needed. I mean, he is He's amazing. the best. He's, he's great. He's so hot. He... Again, I, I think okay. Val Kilmer, long hair. I'm really pushing for a shift where women are bald and men have long hair. <laughs> I wasn't feeling his hair, but I think he in general is <laughs> But no, I didn't like their first date. First of all, you brought her to a nice restaurant. Way to go. Because that girl is getting nice, delicious, well-made, <laughs> free food, everybody. That's how first date should always be. But like, he is wearing, whatever, nice clothes. And he like did this gross like gel back. And it was like. I thought it looked cute. It was like a co-over. I hated it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I wish he just left his hair how he normally wore it. That yeah. was better. It was just weird. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I mean, if he's like a vegan, for all we know, he's a secret hipster. And that leads me to believe that there's some man bun action going on <gasps> off scene. He would so. have a great man bun. And imagine mm. if like her mom was like, come help me in the kitchen. And he just threw up a man bun. With a <gasps> man bun. Oh my God. Uh, See, that actually would have been a little funnier if it was like he was a little more different. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like if there was just something, because he was just like kind of a blank slate. But I honestly feel like the whole movie was just supposed to be us, I guess, seeing the craziness of the yeah. family. It was like every scene, every choice, everything was just related to that and how like, oh, we're so on the outside, but like, we don't care. Which, listen, if we were not white and we had a minority experience with food, right? Like she talks about when she's a, she's six years old and she brings food to the cafeteria and they're like, what is that? Moose poop? Ugh, you know, like, yeah. I get it. That affects you a lot. I mean, right. and it's also good for people that are experiencing that to be represented, right? And that, right. that's what was, that's what's so exciting about this movie making so much money. However, it was so overkill because I think it was 2002 that when yeah. we watch it now, we're like, yeah, 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 we know. We, we get it. Yeah, like, there's a little more diversity representation now. I know what moussaka is. It's delish. <laughs> and I would like some, even in elementary school. Cast the Spanacopia. Oh my God. <laughs> Whoopa. I really do like Greek food. That's very high up there for me. Um, when you come to visit Chicago again, it really <gasps> Can is. Can we the, go to Dancing Zorbas? <laughs> 
<laughs> it doesn't exist, but there's an oh. incredible, like, Greek town area that has, oh. like, incredible oh food. To the point, I think I watched an interview once where Tina Fey, like, did the interview in a Greek restaurant. And it's been on my list to be like, I want to go and see what the heck she's eating. And, oh my god, I want to go. But yeah, so, okay, let's talk about, what was your favorite scene? <sighs> I, th- <laughs> I I think it's the party where like well it was supposed to be the the parents meeting each other yeah. like both sets of parents and then she finds out it's like this huge party yeah. which this was also so the actual party stuff was my favorite scene all that but then the where she finds out that that is like a giant party that for me was the Bob scene actually because she's like talking to the mom on the phone the mom she's like what are you doing what's going on like we're coming over later and she's like I'm peeling potatoes like, why are you peeling potatoes I peeling this more mom she's like no, no 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 we didn't have enough we didn't have enough and she's like what do you mean it's just like a couple of us and like the whole time it's being filmed the camera is doing like the slowest zoom it was like in Rocky where it like slowly zoomed in on the picture of him as a little child and you're like wait what <laughs> except it was like during this conversation conversation so you're like we're getting closer but i'm i don't know why and like okay fine i get it. it's supposed to be like whoa it's in your face and like what a surprise but it was just really weird and she's just like what a lot of people i kind of wanted to be like wait why did you not think this would happen because yeah. i don't live with you i don't know your family that well and from what i've seen that's just what i assumed yeah. everything's gonna be so i'm confused why you're confused yeah keep up with your own family am i seriously? right seriously yeah like pay <laughs> attention pay attention but i mean i don't know the whole there was just a lot of good quotes during that party but what was your favorite scene which one well it's definitely the ambula which tells the story about her twin <laughs> and my god the best about it though is because she comes over and she's being very nice and welcoming she's like oh hello nice to meet you blah blah and then she sits and no lead-in no <laughs> questions she just starts telling the story and you don't know what's happening she tells the story and then she ends it with like and inside the lump was my twin yes and then it literally ends somebody walks over with food and she's like oh food and then she leaves and that's <laughs> it and the parents are like what what happens it's so funny oh she's a scene stealer like she yeah. is so good so good i honestly wish i was sitting with that character right now like i want to oh have god. dinner with Ibula right now oh my god okay i will tell you the same party <laughs> My absolute favorite scene is the Ian Miller's mom brings the bunt cake and she doesn't bunt. know. She goes, this cake has a hole in it. And then, <laughs> and then she takes it back. And then this is part of their charm, right? Is they don't want anyone to ever feel excluded. So yes. she comes out with the bunt cake. <laughs> and there's a flower in the middle of the hole. And I just died i was just i totally forgot about it and i was just like oh my god the mo- the mother was really good in this movie too yes she was maria right maria was the uh-huh. name oh my god i just was like crying laughing at that part the best about that scene too is in the background you don't even see who says this somebody yells you fixed it <laughs> as she's walking <laughs> up to them with it oh my god so funny she's like maria i it's a cake. Oh, a cake. It's a bunt. My God. By the way, 
if you're drinking something, you're gonna need to take two sips because guess what we had in this movie? What? We had two actresses who were also from Degrassi. Oh, hold on. Let me get a beer. I'll be back. Okay, get a full <laughs> beer and do a waterfall chug. Okay, Kate, you were mentioning Degrassi. <laughs> Okay, go ahead to the podcast I didn't sign up for, but it is. They weren't major characters. I just wanted to point out that there were two Degrassi people because Degrassi is everywhere and everything. That's all. Nothing else. Nothing else. Oh, it wasn't a monologue about bunt cakes. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm going to restrain myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But also, there were so many background family members that, yeah, not surprised. I mean, it's a lot of people. Wait, and a lot of them were her real family members. Yeah, yeah, you said that. That's Which cool. Which is so cool. Yeah. If we made a movie about our crazy family, then you had it, like, documented, then it made the most amount of money in its genre, and you have yeah. that for life? Like, how special is that? That is cool. Except if you divorce your husband and the movie was about you falling in love. Wait, so... That sucks. Her husband that she is now divorced from in real life he was not greek so it was like that was yeah factual. that whole thing was real that whole storyline wow yeah so and i didn't wow. get any dirt on like why they got divorced it was just like they were more friends than like lovers or, or whatever and so they just kind of like moved on but they have a kid and everything yeah interesting but i would recommend this movie to people if you just Definitely. want to laugh a little bit if you got a crazy family you'll you'll see crazy your family. family in them and you could just crack up i wouldn't recommend it to people who are very stressed about a potential upcoming wedding because oh, I think no. some of that stuff could be triggering for some people yeah. because I mean I know a lot of people who have gone through planning weddings it seems stressful just in general I suppose I guess it depends yeah. who you are and whatever but you know if you've got like a controlling family who yeah. order wedding invitations and dresses and all that stuff and don't tell you yeah that could be uh, a lot yeah very uh bulldozing overbearing yes yes but then, you know, the actual wedding itself was, like, fine. And it, those scenes were, like, short, too. The yeah. wedding was short. And even yeah. the end at the reception, it was, like, super quick. And I was like, oh, it's over. I mean, I guess it wasn't about that. Yeah. It was just about them and their story, so. How about their wedding gift? Dude, I mean, I'm a little jelly. <laughs> but, like, that's also cray. <laughs> but it's still, like, that error of control because they are now next door forever. Yeah. Do you think they need help like blink twice Nia <laughs> blink twice if you need help but I saw that and it was like oh my god they bought us a house and I literally just wrote lol said no millennial ever <laughs> 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 yeah, holy moly. And the whole wedding was paid for, I think, by the dad, because she made some comment that was like, Dad, you'd rather go bankrupt than, like, hurt, hurt someone's feelings or something. And I was like, jeez, how much is this restaurant making? Because there's, like, ten tables in here, and I don't know, guys. I'm just confused. But... It's Aphrodite's Palace, Kate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Is that a real place in Chicago? You should look that up. I don't know. And I, 
Probably not. No, no, no. Okay, sorry. It was filmed in Canada. Yeah. So there's areas that are, um, I actually read this that I thought was really sweet, is they went to all these Greek areas in, in yeah. Canada, outside of Toronto. And so I think nice. this was Aphrodite's Palace is probably in Canada somewhere. Yeah. But they talked about how it was like an indie film, right? Like mm-hmm. they didn't have a lot of money to make it, that they would actually get fed by the local restaurants Aww, because they were just so excited nice. they were doing like a Greek movie. Yeah. So I feel like it probably had that, like, come to this place, come to that place, we'll turn it into a Greek place, you know, like, just had that vibe. But, yeah, every rom-com, if you're looking for real healthy life lessons, they are not there. That is not the point of this movie. The point of this movie is you just sit back, you giggle, you only take in what you want, you ignore the rest, and it's fun. If you actually go through the details like you're bringing up, it's kind of a messed up movie with a messed up message, and it's good for representation but it's kind of bad because it's super sexist and there's just like a lot going on i think if you guys like to laugh you should just watch aunt vula and oh. that's all you need wait that's all you need internet you know how like the internet does this internet listen up internet i want a movie where you just cut Ambula scenes and put that on youtube so i can watch it over and over that probably exists thank you internet. i'm sure we could find that <laughs> so i did not prepare a dad quote but Go. i I'm gonna go, gorilla go, style. Go. go get him right now. Go Joey Fatone him. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be me. Oh my god, okay. don't get too dizzy because of Six Flags. Remember. <laughs> I'm not we all remember now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have pumpkin coffee. We remember. <laughs> hey Pops! Hello. How you doing? Hello. Hello. That your new house? Uh, not yet. We're getting there. <laughs> oh, okay. So our movie was My Big Fat Greek Wedding. What'd you think of that one? Oh, <laughs> oh that was a good one. I, yeah. I feel like, uh, I feel like the dad now because nobody, <laughs> nobody tells me nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. You are a little like him. You don't use Windex for everything, though. You guys are like dry toast. Nobody tells me nothing. Okay. Out of here. Cut him out. All right. End scene. That's so good. Oh, God, he's so good. He's ridiculous. Uh, You know he is like us. Well, am I Tula? Help me. (laughs) Somebody send help. Thank you. As you say, help me, and then Blair Witch style, move the computer (laughs) back in your room. It's way too real. Oh, my God. Way too real. Oh, my God. Well, that was amazing. Thank you for that. He's absolutely Gus, and he he nailed it. Like, nobody tells him anything. Yes. Well, do you want to know your movie? Yeah. Okay, 1998. Okay. I was seven. Japanese. Oh. It was based off of a TV series. (gasps) You had a crazy obsession with one of the characters. Oh, wait. it Was was it 1999? Wait, are you sure you want to subject yourself to this? (laughs) The one. The only. Pokemon. The first movie. (laughs) Oh, my God. We got to go do some childlike stuff. We haven't done that in a bit. Oh my god. Wait, you want to know what's funny about all that? I literally, <laughs> on Thursday night, I painted a pumpkin of mine and I painted it as a Pokemon, so... Pikachu? Still living that life. No, it's called uh, <laughs> Ghastly. It's a ghost Pokemon. <laughs> one of the original 150, so... Okay, yes. so... 
Yes, I am prepared for <laughs> your Pokemon card slash knowledge. <laughs> I do have Pokemon cards, but they're in my office for the children. I feel like Pokemon TV series was kind of fun, and let's go back. And it's oh like, my gosh. It's, it, this was such a phenomenon, and I want to learn why, and I thought you would dig changing it up. Oh, I'm excited. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched that. I probably was a kid, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think I revisited it much Perfect. in my life. So we'll both experience the, like, like years of not watching it. Yeah. I remember it though. I remember the plot and I remember parts. It's a little bit of a tearjerker. Just saying. Probably not for you. Okay. You, you're probably roll your eyes, but. <laughs> I'm like, it's cartoons, but all right. Cartoons can be sad. Oh, good pick, Bridge. Okay, good. And I, I like do it. feel like this is a movie that you should say to Mary, have you watched this? And if she hasn't, you should bring her in and we should get like a quote from Mary on it. Ooh, we could do that. I bet she hasn't seen it. Yep, because I feel like she got into Pokemon for a bit. Like, she's into this anime. No, yeah. I just, I'm trying to think of, like, if this movie was even anywhere on, like, Netflix or anywhere and I don't remember ever seeing it, so she probably hasn't. Boom. So yeah, I will do that. I will rope her in, whether she likes it or not. Pokemon! Pokemon! (laughs) Well, Bridge, I would just like to say to you, if you know, you want to go and join brownies, I'll allow it. <laughs> because we should support our young women. That's that's what you're taking that's, from that's, that's That is such a randy approach to only be like, it's about brownies. Okay, alright, how about this? If we were at a wedding, a Greek wedding, and they were doing the fun circle dance. I would make sure to grab your arm and get you in there next to me. Whoopa! 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 Um, well, yep. I'll tell you this. If you, you know, it was your wedding day and you had a zit on your face, I'd put some Neosporin on it. <laughs> <laughs> And that's our second plug for Neosporin, everyone. Buy it at your local Rite Aid. Also pay us money, Neosporin. Thank you. Okay. Well, listeners, as always, if you like us, please feel free to leave a review, a written review. Those are the best. We've gotten a couple, actually, and we record these ahead of time, so who knows what it'll be when this actually comes out, but at the time we're recording, we've gotten about two new written reviews. Very exciting. It's very exciting. We really appreciate that. And it's even more exciting when we ask all of our close friends if they wrote it, and they and say they say no. no. Yeah, and then we're I like, know. wait, a stranger? Stranger. A stranger. Marcus122, whatever what? it was. Is that, is that what it is? <laughs> what, well, because I asked somebody, I was like, are you Marcus? <laughs> but Marcus asked the question, did we become best friends? And we did, Marcus. Because we did. you literally made, what is this, seven months of work? No. <laughs> we started in March. I don't think we did in March. I think we, it was a little later. June, but July, August, October. Nobody knows what day it is right now, but yeah. Bam, baby. Okay, you say so. Sorry, back to Marcus. We are best friends. Marcus, yes, we love you. And if you leave us a written review, maybe we'll shout you out and say we love you as well. Maybe. We'll see. But like, we will, so do it. No, we totally will. (laughs) We love you. We love you. We'll see y'all next week for Pokemon Gotta Get You (laughs) So True. A courage will pass through Pokemon. Oh, you're my best friend. In a world we must defend. Pokemon.
fucking month. You gotta stop me. It's just gonna keep going. It's the whole song. I just have images of like they're holding the pokeballs and like it always has like crazy uh, drawn lines behind them to make it look like they were going fast. And you're yep. just singing this, and I'm just imagining them like stuck. <laughs> just like yeah so okay kate well i love you i love you this was great this was great go tell dad something because no one tells him nothing sure (laughs) go tell him what our next movie is i guess all right we'll see y'all next week listeners bye-bye bye-bye thanks for tuning in to sisters who seen it you can listen to us on spotify apple podcast stitcher among other podcasting websites or listen on our website at sistershoseenit.buzzsprout.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at sistershoseen and on Instagram at sistershoseenit, all spaced with underscores. See you next week.